Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1195. Nine Ways to Know You Should Stop Focusing on Fat Loss, part one by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. Just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors and always with permission from the sites, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now today is Wednesday, which means I'm due for giving you a little bit of weekly inspiration. And I do so by reading to you an inspirational quote. So here's today's. Quote, an opportunist sees an opportunity in every calamity. A pessimist sees a calamity in every opportunity. Winston Churchill. All right, now that we're in the right frame of mind, Let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Nine Ways to Know You Should Stop Focusing on Fat Loss, Part 1 by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. To be clear, this is not an argument against pursuing fat loss to improve your health or confidence or because you want to increase muscle definition. Problems arise, however, when fat loss turns into a dominating obsession when it's the only reason you exercise and make healthful food choices, and it creates increasing levels of stress and frustration. This can lead to guilt from eating your favorite foods, chronic dissatisfaction with your body, stress from relentlessly fighting against your body, seeing exercise as punishment or something you do just to burn calories, and feeling less than. These are unacceptable byproducts from a long-term, single-track focus on fat loss how can you know if it's time to stop focusing on fat loss? Easy. If you are currently doing any of the following nine things, it means you could benefit from going beyond fat loss to fuel your food and fitness choices. One, losing fat was the reason you first joined a gym or started working out. If you're like many, losing weight was the reason you first joined a gym and started exercising. 
Perhaps it's also the same recycled New Year's resolution you set year after year. There isn't a thing wrong with wanting to change how your body looks or seeking to reap the health benefits of losing excess body fat. But if fat loss is the only reason you work out and it's the only goal you have driving your efforts, you may quickly burn out or burn out again if you've obsessed about fat loss for long periods and end up frustrated and discouraged. If you don't know what it feels like to be excited to go into a workout, knowing it might be the day you set a personal record, or working out quite often feels like a chore rather than a privilege, it's time to focus on something beyond fat loss. Two, you feel anxious or uneasy about the number on the scale. Does the number on the scale have any effect on your self-worth? Does it have the power to affect your mood? Too many answer this question with a resounding yes. We've become conditioned to intertwine our self-worth with numbers like our body weight or body fat percentage. When I was working on my exercise physiology degree, a collegiate swimmer volunteered to be the test subject for the hydrostatic tank during a lab course. The hydrostatic tank is a test for determining body fat percentage. She spent hours every day in a swimsuit and in water, so she was happy to be tested. She put on her suit, got in the tank, did the test like it was a normal day. But once the results were in and she was told her body fat percentage was in the low 20s, her face sunk. She appeared stunned. The previous smile on her face quickly vanished. That number, 20-something percent, affected her, removing her self-confidence in an instant, like an industrial vacuum. What is it about numbers like body weight and body fat that have an immense power over us? The moment they're revealed, our mood can shift from despair to elation or from joy to gloom. The competitive swimmer went from confident and relaxed to timid and uneasy with the revelation of a single number. The number was obviously higher than expected, but it had no realistic effect. It didn't change the fact that she was strong, healthy, and a high-performing athlete. And yet, knowing that number changed everything. It was like she was a different person after being told her body fat was in the low 20s. It's heartbreaking that a number can paralyze us like a powerful sedative. If the number on the scale or body fat percentage has ever had a similar effect on you, it's time to shift your focus to something other than fat loss. These numbers say nothing about your potential, strength, abilities, or self-worth. Three, you say, I'll be happy when I weigh. Too many people hold their happiness captive expecting it to be set free once they reach an ideal number on the scale, like their pre-baby weight, or perhaps what they weighed before starting their career, or in my case, years ago, what I weighed before succumbing to disordered and binge eating habits. There's a tremendous difference between losing weight to increase your health, confidence, and quality of life, and hating your way to a number you think will provide happiness and a greater sense of self-worth. If you're expecting the fat loss journey to conclude with you finally loving your body and a welcoming sense of elation, think again. If the fat loss journey is defined by hatred towards your body, you'll likely end up moving the target further once you reach it. A person who does manage to reach their ideal weight, for example, may feel momentary joy, but will quickly find other flaws to fix or improve, or set a lower body weight as the new ideal. It's a treadmill of goals. You move a ton, but never actually go anywhere. If your happiness is dependent on a certain outcome and you're hating your way there, 
you'll only move the goalpost further out once you reach it. Four, you're constantly fighting your body to fit a preconceived ideal shape or weight. Countless folks will go years, some their entire lives, disliking their bodies. They always find something to criticize or lament. For example, I want the body of a ballerina, tall with long legs and arms. This is something I've heard women say who have the complete opposite body type. Well, I want a serving of peanut butter to be one cup instead of two dinky tablespoons, but that's not gonna happen. Wanting something that's impossible is a waste of time and energy. If the only things you say about your body upon seeing yourself in photographs or a reflection in the mirror and they revolve around traits you don't like or things you want to fix, then it's time to take a different track. Think about this. What would be possible if you devoted that focus and effort on outcomes you could affect? What if you focused on being more, not less? Five, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Nine Ways to Know You Should Stop Focusing on Fat Loss by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. When Neil was discussing the experience of that swimmer that was completely deflated after learning their body fat percentage, it reminded me of experiences I've had. Remember my stories where people seem to like to tell me things about my appearance with no filter? Like, to my face, telling me my shoulders are too small when compared to the rest of my body. Or that I have a small face. Yep, that actually happened. Or, has anyone ever told you you look just like, and then fill in the blank with someone that's not really all that attractive? I'm not bitter or anything. Anywho, something else I've been told is, wow, you look tired. Are you sick? I hope this hasn't happened to you, because it totally changes your day. I remember days when I'm feeling good and strong and then someone says something like that and it's completely deflating. Your whole outlook changes. But as Nia said, when these things happen, I need to be better about remembering my strength, my abilities, and my potential. And as you can tell, this is something that I struggle with and something that I'm working to improve about myself. Look, if I can do it, you can do it too. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a great week so far and I'll see you back here tomorrow with part two of Nia's post and where your optimal life awaits.